Welcome to the Hey Soul Sister podcast, where Mel Histon will guide you through life's big questions and bring you one step closer to doing this crazy journey as best you can. Hey Soul Sisters, I have a very special woman today with me in the podcast studio, Miss Bernadette O'Connor. Hey, Bernadette. Hey, Mel. How are you? Good. Now, Bernadette has been a special guest on Hey Soul Sister before, and I got her back in here because i kind of been going through some stuff over the last few weeks. Could be months. It could be my entire <laughs> life. I don't know. Uh, and Bernadette is a very talented, is talented the right word, kinesiologist? What would you say? Mm. Intuitive, intuitive, intuitive kinesiologist, but she's my go-to kinesiologist, and I've visited Benedict many times over the years when I've needed some sort of emotional, spiritual, intuitive tune-up. That's a good yes. way to put it, actually. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and on top of being an amazing kinesiologist, Benedict is also an internationally published author. Yeah, yeah. Of the books, let's go home. And underneath, beneath the beneath veil. the veil, not underneath Same the veil. Thing. Beneath the veil, yes. So, what's been going on? I don't know. A couple of weeks ago, I started struggling, sleeping at night, kind of waking up in the middle of the night. A lot of hot sweats, which I know people are going to say that's the pause, <laughs> but I'm not. It's not the pause. It's not. It's not the menopause. <laughs> no, I yeah had been having trouble sleeping, like waking up in the middle of the night and having a real uncomfortableness in my belly, I think more solar plexus Mm. region, a real uncomfortableness that would stop me from falling asleep. And it wasn't painful. It's not painful, but it was there. It felt like this weird energy Mm. going on. And so when that stuff happens, I'm like, I need to go see Bernadette. Mm. And... I think one of the things that we identified, Bernadette, that mm. you helped me identify is that there's been a lot of change going on. And for me, that's, I suppose, change with um, the charity got you back, sister. And for many people, the changes coming out of the COVID, the isolation, what that means for people, people losing their jobs, that sort of thing. But for me, I think it was kind of around that, a bit of a mm. change in um, what was going on in my work. Mm. We got you back, sister. So Bernadette has been helping me move through that. But I I suppose I got to thinking, going, do you know what, if I'm going through this, maybe there's lots of people in the world that are going through that at the same time. Mm -hmm. And especially through that, this whole COVID world pandemic craziness, people losing their jobs, so much uncertainty with how the world is going to play out, how it is playing out. People have made travel plans that have been cancelled or postponed and they don't know what's going to happen with that. I've had a couple of events planned. I had a sold out event, the Sister Code lunch and 250 tickets sold (laughs) (laughs) that was supposed to take place on the 26th of April, which I postponed to the 19th of August and have realized I actually just need, I have to cancel the event because there's no certainty whatsoever around that event actually being able to take place at the moment Mm -hmm. on the 19th of August. But anyway, my lovely Bernadette, for any of the people out there at the moment, Mm -hmm that are feeling the uncomfortableness of change and whether that's change because of the pandemic or finishing a job, starting a job, retiring. Mm-hmm. Um, I know I went through a whole transition of change a few years ago when our children started leaving mm. home, empty nesting. You know, that feels really uncomfortable. Yeah. There's an uncomfortableness of change. And I think 
what you're going through and what you're articulating, what you're experiencing, I would say that everybody in the world, if they allowed themselves to feel it, are going through what you're going through. Yeah. Because humanity is going through a transition at the moment. The energy of humanity, the energy of our earth, is going through a massive change. Very interesting that uh, this virus, you know, sort of swept the world, the whole world, like a, like a wave almost coming around and brought everything to a stop. You know, that's incredibly powerful energy that can kind of make everything stop and sort of contract, squeeze in, which is really indicative of what happens with the period when, whenever we're going through transition. So the world is going through transition. Yeah. The virus is indicative of that transition. But even if we look at what's going on in the States, yeah. um, the Black Lives Matter movement, <clears throat> and there's a lot of other kind of weeds that are being pulled at the moment. It really felt like on that global level and in the States that it started three or four years ago with the Me Too movement, that exploding, uh, then Trump coming into power, Mm -hmm. and then there were marches around the world. Remember those marches for women Mm -hmm. around the world? Yes. People started finding their voices. Yes. And and that's the thing. I, I think this pandemic, I actually don't think it's the peak of the transition. I like you feel like the, we've been going through this transition and there's been a lead up, like there's a, a beginning mm. and then there's, you know, the sort of middle phase and then and then there will be the tail and who knows what that looks like. But I think we've been leading up to this finding people becoming more aware and people having a voice to injustice and misuse of power and so it sort of stirs and yeah. we've kind of got this wave of change happening. I'm just hoping we don't end up like The Handmaid's Tale. I know. I thought that the <laughs> other day. I thought that the other day because – and yeah. I suppose if we if we actually talk about the transition – individually but collectively the challenge and the discomfort with transition is we don't know the end point we don't know what it's going to look like except that where I am at now is altering and I am changing my life is changing my country, my world is changing and I don't know what it's going to look like. And we are a generation of people, particularly, you know, sort of our generation and those younger and a little bit, maybe a little bit older generation, where we have always been able to know. We can find out what's going on and we can control certain things. I think that generation kind of maybe one before or before that going through the Depression, the First World War, the Second World War, there was a massive period of unknown. So they're more okay with it. Their systems, their energetic systems, many were birthed into a period of unknown. So they go, been here before, not necessarily a global pandemic, but I've been in unknown before, but for our generation, we are very much used to being in control yep. and figuring out the unknowns and then controlling it. So it's comfortable. Yeah. And yet we've got thrown in and we don't know. And that's the, the really interesting thing about this virus is the scientists can't figure it out. There's so many unknowns. That's the, the stimulus for fear. Let's get soulful on social media. Search the Sister Code Facebook page and follow us on Instagram. 
So bringing that back to an individual Mm. level, you're right, I suppose the uncomfortableness of change is around I can't see Mm. what the future is going to look like. Mm -hmm. So as an example, this is just an example, I have a a girlfriend who um, started a new job a couple of years ago. She came in as a leader of an organisation and she came in with lots of really great ideas how to streamline the organisation, make it really efficient and you know, bring in a, a, try and do a culture shift within the organisation to make it a really positive culture, and people started to resign. Mm. And you know, she was obviously it hurts mm. when you're going. I'm trying to do something really great and positive here, but people don't like it. You know, and we're chatting to be like it's the uncomfortableness of change mm. because they can't see your new and you're changing mm. things, and they can't see. And people resist change. Yeah. Probably two things in there. People resist change, people coming in, being a creator of change, life coming in and being a creator of change. But also we have to be really, really careful in the change process that we don't attach to the outcome. So your friend's intention was to streamline the business. She had a vision of how that was going to look. Yeah. People resigned. That streamlined the business. Yeah. Right? So we don't always. The power of intention. Correct. It does, and, and that's the really important point mm. around changes. We don't always know what it's going to look like. And the, the, the challenge is to allow it. Yeah. So I have this beautiful analogy and I was talking a lot during those early stages of of the lockdown, the isolation, kind of every night just going on and chatting to people to support them in this. But the this analogy I use, it's like riding a wave. And in those first couple of hairy weeks, um, it was like a massive wave, but we were nowhere near shore. We were way out in the ocean and it was a massive wave. What do you do? You can't see the shore. We don't know where this is going. If we hold on really tight to that board and we try and direct the board where to go when we're on that wave of change, then we fall off. Yeah, because you're resisting. That's the resistance and it's highly uncomfortable and we're fear-based and and we struggle. Now, it's easier said than done and it does take practice, but if you use that analogy and you're on that wave and you sink back, yeah. And you just come into your center. So you've got your center of gravity if you're on a board, not that I'm a surfer by any means. But if you're on that board, if you've got a, a strong center of gravity, you ride the wave. If you're moving out of your center of gravity, you fall off. So yeah. if you come back and surrender, sink into what's going on, don't stick your head in the sand, sink back in, then you allow that wave to go where it's going. Now, we might go, I want it to land here on the beach and this is where it's going. It may land... 500 meters up the beach yeah and we have to trust that where we land is where we're meant to be and we can't control that because it's happening it's happening and it's the same with that's on a collective level it's the same individually when we're going through life we are constantly transitioning yeah there's certain periods you know, where we go from child to teen, from teen to, to woman to mother, from mother to mm. crone or wise woman, they're normal phases. But even in between those big transition periods, we're constantly going through change and transition, whether it's the loss of a, a loved one, whether it's a change of a job, whether it's the loss of a job. And all of these things, if we can surrender into it and going, it just is, it's, it's easier. It's so funny. I was thinking about that just the other day 
literally the transition of my own life. <sighs> I was kind of just lying on in bed, I think, at four in the morning, yeah. just thinking, going, how did I end up here? Yeah. Never thought I'd start a charity. Yeah. Never thought I'd be podcasting. Mm-hmm. Actually, once upon a time, never thought I'd have a photography business. And before that, never thought I'd be working in marketing. And, you know, I never thought I'd be a stepmom to three yeah. children. Like, yeah. all these- it's like, hang on, how did this all happen? Because it wasn't part of my plan. You know, yeah. for a big one for you, Mel, and it's jumping in, it'll probably lead us where we need to go. You never foresaw that you would have breast cancer one day. And look at oh, and gotcha. so you completely miss that one. <laughs> that energy popping into your life changed the trajectory of your life. Oh my you goodness! You didn't fight that; you allowed it. Do you know and what? Look where it's brought you? Yeah, absolutely. I I often say that about the breast cancer. It absolutely changed my life, and for me personally, it changed my life for the better. Mm. Because it threw me on this whole other path that I never thought Hmm. I would ever go down. And it's interesting. I remember one night standing in the kitchen with my hubby and I was coming towards the end of my treatment. I had 12 months of treatment with like surgery, chemotherapy, radiation treatment. And that went for 12 months. And I remember standing in the kitchen with my hubby and he was like, what are you going to (laughs) do? Like, what what are you going to do now? Are you going to go back to work? Like you you started this photography business, which you had to, had to end. You had to Mm. stop with all your breast cancer treatment or I chose to. Mm. He's like, what are you going to do? And I was like, I have this feeling on my gut. I have this feeling that I'm meant to be doing the photography and I can't really even explain it. And it meant starting all over again. Mm. It meant rebuilding a business that I had not, Mm. you know, had essentially shut down for 12 months I said but I have this feeling I meant to do it and it's so funny because it sent me on this whole other path Mm -hmm. of doing amazing things and I go if I had denied that feeling if I hadn't have listened to that and I gone the safe thing to do Hmm. is to actually just go and get a a job and you know in marketing or whatever and then I mean that would have sent me on another course but I'm like listening to that gut uh, you're meant to be doing this, hmm. sent me on this thing, crazy but amazing ride. And, and this is the beauty of listening to gut and intuition is, and we were just talking before we started about being humble, and it's the humbleness in transition. To be humble is to surrender to what I don't know. Yeah. So when we start on a particular path, oftentimes we've got no bloody idea where it's taking us. But it's, that sc- gut. it's scary, scary, but it's that gut that says, this is where you've got to go. And people don't, and this is a tra- I feel this is a tragedy. People don't go because they go, it doesn't make any sense. And I don't know how or why, or how do I make money out of this is often a big one that people go, I've got this calling here, but how do I monetize that? And it's, and I always say, just come back one step at a time. And it's, it's funny in the frozen two the movie Frozen 2, which came out during the, actually it was just prior to the pandemic, but they streamed it then during the pandemic. There is, it's all about going into the unknown, that big song. And the theme is in the unknown, what do I do? And you just do the next right thing. And it's, I get teary when I think about that. It's like, I've got no idea where this path is taking me and I don't know what to do next. Pause and just do the next right thing. I love that. And then the next right thing. And then suddenly this life is happening and you're like, wow, this is pretty amazing. But if I tried to control what it was going to look like, it wouldn't be this. It's hard for us as humans in today's world to surrender that control and trust in the unseen Yeah, and just go, 
I do this next right thing and I'm not getting any feedback to yeah. tell me that it's the right thing to do. It's, a, it's faith in yourself and trust in, in the unknown and the unseen. But it makes it so much more peaceful to go through the discomfort of transitioning when yeah. you just allow yourself to go that path. Support a sister and leave us a review whenever you listen to the podcast. I want to ask you about something because this has been on my mind as well. And now I get you in my get yeah. you in the station. I get to <laughs> get to fire the questions. Yeah, right. I'm scared. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so. When people are going through times of change, transition, fear, uncertainty, we say, people say, go within. Mm -hmm. You know, if you're having those uncomfortable feelings, those negative feelings, it's like, go within. Mm -hmm. Okay. So when I've been going through this uncomfortable time and, you know, around the charity and not being able to exactly, but you said the COVID stuff's gone on. We've had some changes in the charity. I can't see ahead. Mm Mm-hmm at the moment. So I've been having all these uncomfortable feelings, these weird energetic things going on in my solar plexus. And so it's like, okay, I'm going to go within. So I start to go within <laughs> and my mind won't shut up. Yeah. Driving myself crazy. So, <laughs> so I want to know how do we go within and we do it in a way that's not going to – because I'm like going, oh, my God, I'm now th- overthinking it all. Do you know it's so interesting you say that because, you know, I'm – very lucky that I work with and friends with a lot of very wise with it people who have a lot of tools that help them navigate through life. And one of the things that kept coming back to me from some of these incredible people, they were saying, so, you know, I know that when I'm feeling uncomfortable, I've just got to, you know, I'm going to meditate my way through it and just kind of go with it. And they're like, Bernadette, nothing's working and and I had to laugh it's like yeah it's like your toolkit's been swiped and they're like yeah I know and and part of this experience and again I kept getting it it's so important that when we are going through transition yes there's a go within but it's not meditating your way out of it go because oftentimes we can meditate and go within and then we get that oh I'm dancing in the golden light and it's all good yeah That's not the way to navigate this because transition, we have to be in it. We have to be in our body. So when it's like go within, it's feel it all. So what I kept getting during this transition was we have to be really centered and in our bodies, which means we have to feel it. We have to have our feet on the ground, be totally grounded, not heads in the cloud. And a lot of people who can go into that meditative state just couldn't get there. And I was like, yes, because we weren't meant to be there. This is a human experience we're having and we had to very much feel it. We have to be embodied and have our feet really grounded. And I think the interesting thing around the virus was we had to be really physically aware of our body. Yeah. And when we were interacting with other people, we couldn't be off in the clouds when we're going doing the supermarket shopping because, sorry, supermarket shopping, the grocery shopping, (laughs) because we had to be physically aware of yeah. other people, which isn't that beautiful that we've actually, actually right. see other people. I see you and I feel you in my space and I'm I'm aware and I'm really present. And if I think about the analogy, a really interesting analogy of, of transitioning is when women are birthing. Yeah. So it's fine labouring. We can kind of be, you know, in it, yep. in it, in it, in it. And we've got pain and we can dissociate out of pain. But there's a really that point of transition. It's like the charge goes up. 
It's yep. like you thought you were there and now it goes from 60 watts to 6,000 watts and you can't run away from it. Yep. You have to be so in your body. You have to be so centered. You have to be so present. But at the same time, you have to completely surrender control. Okay, I'm just thinking about the doing of that. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so I'm feeling, for example, you know, the, again, talking about uncomfortable, uh, a bit fearful um, because I can't see the future. Mm. So you're saying I need to just go in and, and sit with that and, and – and Feel the uncomfortableness. Yeah. Feel the, the discomfort. Be aware of it. Yeah. But don't buy into it. So like Charlotta would say, be curious about that. Oh, Observe yes. it. That's Observe- what's going on. Yeah. And I keep getting these these lines and it's, and it's what I do when I'm kind of like feel like I'm being pulled and, you know, a bit wobbly. Yeah. I just kind of take a breath and breath is very powerful. I just take one breath and go, where am I? And I do my little hands coming into my center. I am here. Where am I? I am here. And it's like I feel myself land back in my body. Yeah. It's really important that we stay in our bodies and move with the wave you know if we're waves of change because we're human beings you know we're a spiritual being but we're a human being and we can't disconnect from our body because it's too uncomfortable because that's what people do people disconnect from their body they use drugs or they use shopping or they use gambling or they use whatever else to disconnect them or meditation Meditation. to disconnect themselves from their body because it's too uncomfortable and it's like, no, 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 own it, feel it, but don't attach to it. Don't go into the story of it. It's just like, oh, that's really uncomfortable, but I'm just going to let it pass through me. And it does. Yes. Okay. So it's like, don't go down the rabbit hole. Don't go down the rabbit hole. So for example, if you're buying into that fear Mm. or I don't know what's another negative emotion, anger. So yeah. if you're feeling angry about it, so don't buy into that, into mm. the whole story. It's like be observe it. Yes. And go, okay, that's what's going on right don't now. Don't deny it Yeah. because that's, you know, suppressing it. Don't deny it and don't think you're better. Oh, that's interesting. Don't think you're better than yeah. the anger. Don't you think you're better than grief yeah. that you can dissociate it? You yeah. know, and a lot of highly spiritual people go, I don't feel. Mm. You know, I'm above feeling. And then- I transcend <clears throat> feeling. And it's like, get your backside back down because we're human beings. <laughs> I love we're you. meant to feel. We're meant to feel the anger, but we're not meant to become the anger. And it's when we become the anger, it, it, it sticks around and it screws things up. When we just go, hmm, that's funky, that's uncomfortable, and then it, it passes. It's really cool. Okay, that's do good. Because that, it, it does pass. That's what know? we want to hear. We want to hear that. Shall we- <laughs> this too shall pass. This too shall pass. Oh, my God, that's from Lord yeah. of the Rings. This Is too it? shall pass. Huh? Yes. Okay. I think Gandalf says it in Lord of the Rings. This too I shall pass. I fell asleep in that movie. <laughs> I love that movie. I was disturbed that our eldest um, children had never seen that movie mm-hmm. and I kind of said to them, please have a day on the lounge and watch the entire – well, when I say trilogy, there's actually four movies. Mm-hmm. But I love when Gandalf says that this too shall pass. Mm. Because everything does. Everything does. Oh. You know, that wave, and I, I love the beach, even though I'm not a water baby, but, you know, that wave that's like hell on earth, mm. it lands. Yeah. Always lands. And it doesn't always take us where we want, but it lands. And if we go with, instead of fighting it, instead of becoming it, it, it takes us exactly where we need to go. Don't become the fear. Don't no. become the anger. Mm. Don't become the insecurity. No. Don't become the jealousy. No. Just be aware of it. Be aware of it. Yeah. 
And then it too shall pass. It too shall pass. My mm. beautiful friend. Thank you. How can people find out more about you, Bernadette? And if they wanted to book in with you to get yeah. more of your soulful. <laughs> Slightly <laughs> crazy. Therapy. <laughs> I love it. I'm booked in for this Thursday. Um, yeah, how can people find out so about you? So you can find me on Facebook. So Emotional Energy Exchange, Bernadette O'Connor, or my website, uh, emotionalenergyexchange.com. Um, they're probably the, the easiest go-tos. There's obviously a, across yeah. everywhere, but yeah. Thank you. I really Pleasure. appreciate you coming in and having that chat. Always love a chat. <laughs> never know where it's going to go. I know, totally. I and surrender into the unknown and it lands exactly where it's supposed to land. Yeah. And, you know, us even sitting here today, I've had a couple of little epiphanies on this whole little crazy journey I've been on, yeah. internal journey recently. So yeah. thank you. Pleasure. We can unpack more of that on Thursday. I'm already getting more of that to unpack, but I won't start. Okay. Thank you, Soul Sisters, and thank you for listening again. Thanks for listening to Hey Soul Sister with Mel Histon. What would help you on your crazy life journey? Email melissa at thesistercode.com.